It's VEASAN's primetime action on a Wednesday night. Gil Alexander, Matt Brown, Kelly Bidlin, Danielle Alvari could not join us tonight. She's a little under the weather. We wish her well. Hope she's back tomorrow. Uh, going through the NFL schedule team by team, we already have a teaser of the we've already We're already made teaser, one. Yeah. teaser week one. Uh, we'll get to that momentarily. Uh, before we continue with the Eagles and the rest of the NFL, Kelly, an update around the horn, sir. I'll start in the NBA, the uh, Wizards with a nice lead over the Hawks. 12-point lead, 97-85, 10 minutes left to go in that game. Uh, Wizards, 7.5 live and 232.5 here live. Total Nets up on the Spurs, 55-48, just a minute before halftime in that game. Uh, live numbers, Nets, 8.5 and 225.5. And Cavs still leading the Celtics, 42-39, to five seconds before halftime. Celtics still a 2.5-point live favorite, 193.5 is your live total in that game. Over in baseball, Phillies with a one nothing lead over the Nationals still. That is at the bottom of the sixth inning now. Phillies are minus 190 live, Nationals plus 155, 4.5. The total. Cardinals and Brewers still scoreless, bottom of the fifth. Uh, Tigers with a lead now over the Royals, 4-2, to two, top seven. Uh, Tigers minus 500 live, Royals plus 375, 8.5. Your live total shaded to the under. The A's on top of the Red Sox, 3-1, to one, bottom of the fifth. A's minus 230, Red Sox uh, plus 185, and 8.5, your live total in that game. Yankees with a 1-0 re- lead now over the Rays, top of the 7th. Just uh, got that home, actually. They had runners on 2nd and 3rd. Just got that home in the top of the 7th right there on a on an RBI ground out, I think it was. Yep. Oh, no, an RBI, RBI hit there. Um, Garrett Cole, 6 innings, 4 hits, 8 Ks, no walks for him. His ERA guild down to 142. That's Ooh, pretty good. Is that good? It's pretty good. Very nice. Uh, other action going on: White Sox on top of the Twins, four to one, top of the third. Uh, White Sox minus two sixty live. Twins plus two ten. Twelve and a half the live total in that game. Astros with a three nothing lead over the Angels in the top of the fourth. Uh, if you want to hop in live, there Angels plus six fifty. And seven and a half live total in that game, shaded to the over. Braves and Blue Jays tied at one, bottom of the sixth. Braves minus 135. Blue Jays plus 105 live and five and a half the total. Uh, Rockies on top of the Padres, two to one, still top of the sixth inning. Rockies minus 200. Padres plus 165. And a live total of five and a half, shaded to the under. Senators on the board in. The NHL, that is a one nothing lead over the Maple Leafs. Second period just getting started there. Uh, Senators minus 125 live. Maple Leafs minus 105. Five and a half live total. All right, just for a point of clarification, <clears throat> pardon me. Aaron, <clears throat> pardon me, Aaron Hicks with a sack fly. Okay. Uh, Yankees fans and Yankees betters don't care how the run scored, but it, that was in fact a sack fly. And then just uh, again, just reiterating real quickly the basketball implications. If the Wizards are able to beat the Hawks, the Wizards have clinched a spot in the play-in, and the Chicago Bulls will be eliminated. If Boston loses to Cleveland, the New York Knicks will have clinched a playoff berth, meaning a one through six. Uh, clearly it won't be one, two, or three. You get the idea. But they won't be in the play-in. They will have avoided that if Boston loses. And then tonight, the three Western Conference games, if the Lakers lose to Houston, don't snicker, there's no AD and there's no LeBron, and Portland beats Utah and Dallas beats New Orleans, the Lakers will be a play-in team, period, as they say on TikTok. I need Atlanta to pick it up. Come on, Atlanta. (laughs) Every one of these games matters now. Everything matters. Okay, Uh, shall we continue, gentlemen? 
Yes? Do it. All right. Let's go to Philadelphia Eagles, the final team that we didn't get to them in the NFC East. The Eagles with Jalen Hurts, the presumptive starter at quarterback. Uh, they were 4-11-1 last year. Remember, they tanked that last game at Washington. 4-11-1. Uh, over under in terms of the team total. The win total this year, six and a half. Five to one to win the division are the Eagles. They start at the Falcons. We mentioned that. Falcons three and a half point favorites in that opener. Uh, and then it's a home game against the Niners at the Cowboys, home against the Chiefs. So a a tough start. They have a very late bye, by the way, Matt. Week 14. Yeah, there are a few teams with that really super late bye as well, which is pretty interesting. I mean, you look at this this Eagles team, it's very good, tough for me to bet on this Eagles team preseason because uh, Jalen Hurts, I don't know if we saw I don't know if we saw the, the best of him or the worst of him last year, to be yeah. perfectly honest. Skill Alexander, Matt Brown, Kelly Bidland. It is VEASAN's primetime action once again on MSG+. Going over the uh, just-released National Football League schedule and uh, trying to do some analysis on this. By the way, the other thing that the Eagles have, and we just mentioned this about the Cowboys, does Washington have to play Dallas twice in a three-week span and then the Eagles twice in a three-week span? Is that the quirkiness of the NFC schedules? That's what I'm noticing with Washington. Look at that. Look at the – we didn't notice this the first time. Look at week 14 through 17 for Washington. It's home, five division games. Home Cowboys at Eagles at Cowboys home Eagles. I don't think I've ever seen that before. I don't think I ever have either. Wow. So basically this division will not be decided until the last month of the season. Yeah. I they, mean like week like, 16. Yeah. 16 at the earliest, like 15. Yeah. Washington plays one division game week two. And then their remaining five, the last five weeks of the season. You could get, you could be buried, you could be buried, and then if you just run hot the last five weeks of the season, you, this is that's that's interesting. That is very very interesting. Especially, I've, especially, I've never seen that before. Especially for it to be in the NFC East, right? Where like the division feels like it's always coming down the last week anyway. Well, they always have a different different division winner. By the way, we've seen this in the NFC South, right? Where where division games are are really back ended. But the Cowboys-Eagles-Cowboys-Eagles part of that schedule, week 14 through 17, that I've never seen before. That I've never seen. Usually you'll see one, hey, they play this team twice in three weeks. That's crazy. Washington does it twice in a row. That's interesting. All right, back to the Eagles for a second. Any comments on the Eagles? No, I, I, I again, This the problem with me for this team is just the Jalen Hurts factor for me is is – you know, did we see him kind of play over his head, and then and then they make this kind of decision to go to him, and 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 maybe we don't ever see that again, or is the best yet to come? I don't I don't really know. I wasn't a huge fan in college of, of Jalen Hurts, and so I'm, maybe I'm a little biased when it comes to that. I think I think they're appropriately priced for everything that we're kind of looking at here. I mean, six and a half seems about right. It doesn't look like the schedule does them a ton of favors, especially like you're saying, if what if the Cowboys are hitting their stride by then? So like you get to week 18, you get the Cowboys and then, you know, we expect Washington to be good and maybe the Giants have, have figured something out as well by then. So, mm-hmm. I mean, I think this is, I don't think the schedule does them a ton of favors. And as you mentioned, the week 14 by Eagles get last four against division as well. <laughs> yeah. It's all over the place. All right, let's go to the NFC North, the green Bay Packers. Will this be with Aaron Rodgers or not? Who knows? Um, Unbettable. It's uh, yeah, it's yeah. unbettable because you don't know, right? What here? Here's the real question: Their season win total is off the board. What's the difference between their season win total with Aaron Rodgers or say with the Jordan Love, Blake Bortles, Kiniella? Right, right. I mean, it's it's got to be seven games. I mean, <laughs> honestly, it's, got, it's probably you're five not, games. You're not wrong. I don't think it's far. I don't think I'm far off. It's probably it probably goes from ten to five. I mean, like if we probably five games. 
like yeah. ten and a half to to, to five and a half, something no, like that. That makes sense. Like, yeah, they got a late buy to week thirteen is their buy. Um, nothing really noteworthy here, other than the fact that just unbettable, right? As you said, yeah. you just there's no way of knowing this. By the way, their current division odds minus one thirty four, but you know you're betting without really knowing. Who do you who do you believe? Do you believe Aaron Rodgers? Uh, or the Packers in the great stare down. Will one of them blink? Let's go to Minnesota. Uh, Minnesota's season win total is eight and a half. Division odds are plus 260, as we mentioned earlier. They were two and a half point favorites at the Bengals to open the season. Now they're three and a half. People put some money on Minnesota today when that came out early at DraftKings. Their buy is, is sort of right in the middle, not right in the middle, but at week seven, sort of a uh, standard buy. They have two consecutive primetime games in week 14 and week 15 versus the Steelers on Thursday night. Uh, then they get the big week of rest to play at Chicago division battle on Monday night. So that works out well for them um, on the second end of that anyway. Um, any thoughts here? They could very well be heading into their bye week 5-1. and one. You know, I, I mean, Bengals, Cardinals, Seahawks, Lions, Panthers – all very winnable, very winnable games. That's I mean, a great I, point. I, and I think that the Browns are, you know, really the only team there that I, I'm super high on the Browns. So again, I, I maybe I'm too high on them, but I, I think there's a decent chance. I mean, they could be heading in the bye week here, five and one, and then you come out of that bye week maybe a little bit healthier if you were a bit nicked up, and then uh, and then things really get a little interesting there. That's a that is a they're going to need that because that stretch of. That stretch of Cowboys, Ravens, Chargers is certainly not the greatest to come out of the bye week, too, for sure. But um, no, but a great point by you mm-hmm. at Bengals at Cardinals. Not not fun to go to on the road, right. but it is uh, not against uh, you know Murderers Row, home Seahawks, home Browns. I guess it gets a little difficult in the middle there. But then the home Lions at Panthers. If you're the Vikings and you look at those six games, you should be thinking to yourself: anything below four and two is a disappointment. For sure, for sure. I, and I, I don't think Seahawks are going to be very good. So I mean, yeah. I, I think that I think that a four and two, five and one start for this team is is very, very attainable. If that's the case, then you'd probably be looking seriously at the over of eight and a half. Then you'd certainly think they'd get to nine. Let's go to the Chicago Bears. Here's what we were wondering: Where's the Bears by? It is Week Ten, smack dab in the middle, or as close to the middle as you can get. Remember, seventeen game season. So if you believe Justin Fields will be the starter. If it was a little earlier, I would have said bye week is the natural uh, yeah. time for that to happen. But he'll probably predate the bye week, won't he? They're going to have to pull the trigger on this. Yeah. yeah, like sooner than that. You have to assume a blowout in week one at the Rams. So already the fan base is going to be like, get Dalton out of there. Let's go. Let's go. Like, what's going on? It's like, I mean, that was, that. after week one. Five minutes into the second quarter yeah. is the yeah. over-under for that. Yeah, we know where that's going. Like, just just watch Bears, Bears fan Twitter about, yeah, halftime of week one, and we know exactly where that's going to go. Um, should be competitive against, you know, oh, wow, man. Look at that. Look at that week six to nine stretch before the bye. Yeah. Packers, if it's Rodgers, at Bucks, home Niners, at Steelers Monday night. By the way, they come out of the bye they play the Ravens. That's brutal. Ooh, boy. Yeah. That, that seems like a pretty heavy under candidate for me. Yeah. But seven um, and a half their season win total. Have fun with that, Bears fans. By the way, two uh, consecutive primetime games, week 14, week 15 for them. Sunday night at the Packers, then Monday night home against the Vikings. And then there's the Lions. By all uh, by all measure, by more conventional wisdom, obviously in the betting market, the the team that should be in the cellar of the NFC North, Jared Goff and company, will have something to say about that, though. Their season win total is at five. Five. Very few teams lower than that. 
and I'm looking at you, Houston Texans. That's pretty much the only one. Their bye is right in the middle there, week nine. So they split it eight and nine. Their bye week is week nine. They open with the Niners. We already talked about the Niners are seven-and-a-half-point road dogs at Detroit to start the season. And then it's at the Packers on Monday night versus the Ravens at home week three. I mean, if that's Aaron Aaron (laughs) Rodgers, that's 0-3 right out of the gates. And then it's two road games after that consecutively in division. Good Lord. I counted 11 losses. Yeah. So you, you like right off the bat. Yeah. So, I mean, I counted 11 losses right off the bat and I was probably being generous. So it's, it's going to be a rough go for this team. I mean, this was a complete and total breakdown. Uh, They they need to, they need to build from, they need to build from the ground up. There's no doubt about that. So, yeah, I mean, unbettable for me, because I just, if anything, it would be, it'd be on the, on the, on all the unders. So far bears under looks, looks the juiciest. Yeah. Let's go to the NFC South, the defending Super Bowl champion, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Um, we said they open the NFL season Thursday night, home against the Cowboys. They're six-point favorites. Is that what it is currently? Six hosting the Cowboys? Six and a half. Was six and a half. I think it went to six and back to six and yeah. a half. Um, by the way, I had such varying opinions on that spread this morning. Todd Wright, the former host of All Night with Todd Wright and ESPN Radio back in the day, he's like, oh, it should be eight and a half. Give me the bucks. Our own Brady Cannon was like, I have this at three and a half. So already everybody's oh got a thought. Yeah. Um, but the Buccaneers, look, won't this be, let me just, before we even get into I mean, because there's no reason to necessarily dissect their schedule. Buys right in the middle there, or as close to the middle as you can get at week nine. Aren't they going to be the team that can just sort of slow play this? And just, if they wanted to, like if the if the Bucks midseason were not on top of their division, but they were just sort of, in that playoff picture contention, can't they just turn it on? Like, no one's going to care if they don't start fast. Well, I mean, it's pretty nice when you look at the end of the schedule as well where it looks like you can moonwalk in, right? I mean, Panthers, Jets, Panthers yeah. to end things. So, I mean, that's that's a pretty good feeling to have as well where you're looking at that and you're going, all right, that's a 3-0 stretch for us for sure to end things out. Plus, I just don't think this division this season, unless – Jameis Winston is way, way better than I think in that offense. Or there's this huge turnaround from the Falcons on the defensive side of the ball, which, again, we don't really know why that would be the case either. I think that it's just a pretty – I mean, it's a pretty easy go at it for the for the Bucs. In, in that case, it's Saints-Panthers, Jets-Panthers to close the season for the Bucs. Speaking mm. of the Saints, their bye week is early. It's in week six. Um, you know, looking around – not much to say here. Again, three primetime games for the New Orleans Saints, but they open versus the Packers. Uh, again, unbettable because you don't know what's going on with the Packers. But then it's at Panthers, at Patriots, home Giants at Washington before they're by. And that's the thing. It's like you would think of home games. Maybe you look at the Panthers, Patriots, and you say, like, okay, those are those are winnable games. You know, look, look on the road early in the season, new quarterback. It, it's, it's. I think those will be tough. I think those will be tough games, you know, and I, I don't think any of us here on set are very high on the Panthers or the Patriots, but I don't think that we're we're saying that, oh, yeah, the Saints should definitely go win those games either. Then you go at Washington yet again. I mean, you're, you're looking at, and let's just, let's say Aaron Rodgers does decide to come back and he plays week one. I mean, you could be looking at, you'd be looking at, you'd be staring one and four in the, at the, in the face pretty quickly. Two and three, they'd be yeah. quite thrilled with if that's the case. Um, they won't admit that out loud, but two and three might be a success there before the bye. Let's move on. Atlanta Falcons, we mentioned they're three-and-a-half-point favorites at home against the Eagles to start the season, but then it's at the Bucks right after that. They have to go to Tampa. 
a couple games against division or NFC East division teams, the Giants and Washington after that. They do get the Jets. They get a London game, Atlanta at the Jets. There are two London games this year. So Atlanta and the Jets is a technical home game for the Falcons. Pardon me. Jets at Atlanta in London. Um, I believe that's at the uh, Tottenham Hotspur Stadium, if I'm not mistaken, before their bye, because, of course, if you go to London, you get the bye week after that. So there's a London quirk, our first London quirk of a schedule. And then we look at how we were talking about, you know, the the weirdness of of these divisions and how that, I mean, look, so there's that weird stretch of Niners, Lions, Bills right towards the end of the season. And that could, you know, depending on the state of the Niners, Maybe things have not gone as planned. Maybe they've gone to Trey Lance. Maybe they're in, you know, maybe they aren't as strong as people think. And then, and we know the Lions are not going to be very good. By the time we get to week 17, are the Bills already kind of, I'm not going to say mailing it in, but like, yep. have they gotten so much, so, you know, such control of that division? It, it, it's weird. I, I don't know. The Falcons might be able to weirdly, if they put things together a little bit here, I mean, the games against the Jags, as you see on there, against the Patriots, you know, these teams that we don't think are going to be super incredibly strong. I mean, there's, they might could like sneak in to wild card contention. I I, I haven't seen team with three straight road games yet. I wonder if that's coming up somewhere. Here's the Carolina Panthers. Their season win total is seven and a half. Sam Darnold is your starting quarterback in Carolina. And uh, again, the, uh, the humor of the schedule makers, the first game of the year, they're hosting Zach Wilson and Sam Darnold's former team, the Jets. Carolina, four and a half point favorite in that ball game installed today. Then it's home against the Saints. So they get home Jets, home Saints to start this season. Then at Texans on Thursday night football. So if you are a Carolina Panthers fan, you are thinking to yourself, we could be three and zero here. Jets, Saints, both at home at Texans. Texans by far. The lowest season win total in all of football this year. Some three and a halfs out there. That's how bad they are projected to be. So that's got to be their goal. And as we mentioned earlier, two games against the Bucks in the final three weeks. They end not with a fun stretch there. <laughs> a late bye and then yeah. Falcons at Bills, first Bucks at Saints at Bucks. Yeah. So they're they're light early, tough late. And and real tough late. Better bank some wins. And then yeah. there's the Rams. A lot of people love the Rams this year. They got Matthew Stafford at quarterback in the Jared Groff trade. So if the Rams defense can be as absolutely dominant as they have been, and then you add Matthew Stafford to that offense, oh boy. Division odds, plus 180. Season win total, 10.5. The Rams buy. Uh, they find that at week 11, right there pretty much in the middle. Um, and I'm looking at this schedule again. You know, it is fairly brutal. Late. Late. Yeah. Brutal late. Seahawks at Vikings at Ravens home Niners, your final four games. Ouch. By the way, preceded by a Monday night game at the Cardinals. Mm -hmm. So the Seahawks are on a short week. So, yeah, they better bank some wins early. But they do have a soft middle right there. There's the Lions and the Texans. They should. They they should head into that stretch, though, in pretty decent shape to where we were kind of talking about some of these teams like we were last year ago. As long as they come out 500. In that stretch, then they should be fine. I think maybe that's what we're looking at with that Rams team. We'll start with the NFC West here. We'll get in as much as we can before the break. The Niners, Jimmy Garoppolo, Trey Lance. You got to figure Garoppolo starts the season. Where's their bye? Where are you, Trey Lance? Is it week six? Is that the natural moment where the Niners, after five games, will say, all right, kid, Mm -hmm. it's your turn. And they got four primetime games um, later in the season. But the Niners start twice on the road, at the Lions and at the Eagles. But if you're good, if you're as good as we think you are, 
you might be able to get through those unscathed that it's the Packers on Sunday night and the Seahawks at home at Cardinals before the bye. They better start strong because yeah. things it really ramps up. I mean, that, there's no real break there. Uh, in the middle, I mean, I guess you could, if you want to say that the Bears, I mean, it, it, you you kind of go there. But, I mean, it's, it's, it's certainly one of those 49ers deals where you look, I mean, especially ending out. Falcons, if they take that step forward, like we're talking about, if they take that step forward, we know the Titans are never going to be an easy out. And then the Rams to end things out in week 18. They do get the, the bye week, the second bye week there in week 17 against the Texans. All right, let's move on. Seattle. Russell Wilson and the Seahawks start at the Colts. As we mentioned, the Colts are two-and-a-half-point favorites in week number one. Seahawks win totals nine-and-a-half. They're three-to-one to win that division. Um, they got a couple consecutive uh, primetime games there in week five and six. Their buys in the middle, week nine. We'll look at this. We'll look at the rest of the NFC West. We'll move on to the AFC as well uh, after the break. But any, like, snapshot view of this real quick, Matt? Anything? The end, the end, Bears, Lions, Cardinals is a, is a nice landing, I think, yes, at least is. if you're trying to uh, if you're trying to make a playoff run there towards the end. If and you want to, and if you want to, you know, throw that Rams game out, Texans, then you know, Ram, but then Bears, Lions, so four of the last five. Yeah, Texans, Bears, Lions, Cardinals, mm-hmm. four of the last five for the Seahawks. We'll continue with the Z NFL schedule analysis and the Wizards and the Hawks with playoff implications coming to a head. We'll update that right here on Veasan's Primetime Action. Since primetime action, I know we have to uh, get through the schedule, but uh, we've been watching the Hawks and the Wizards here uh, during the break. If the Wizards win, they are in the play-in, uh, and it will eliminate the Chicago Bulls. But it's a 116-114 to 114 game in favor of the Wizards, and it's been that way for about a minute and a half now. And what were you saying, Matt? We've seen how many? Like eight consecutive? At least eight, minimum. Consecu- Maybe more. Consecutive possessions of just horrific IQ basketball. Like you don't I know you've been going at warp speed the entire right. game. It's a two point game. Everybody stop and take a good shot. Like have a good possession. Neither of these teams keep seem run capable of that. Any sort of play, no. any do anything. Instead it was just run down, huck it up, run down, huck it up, run down, huck it up. That was it. That's what that's what makes these teams like such conundrums for people. It's like oh, when when Washington and Atlanta are at their best offensively, they are a sight to behold. But man, sometimes it gets like this. And neither team playing any D. Uh, but it's 116-114. We'll update you on that. Let's uh, finish out the NFC with the Arizona Cardinals. Uh, they were 8-8 eight and eight last year. The season win total, once again, 8, this time in a 17-game schedule. They're 6-1 to one to win the NFC West. They start out at the Titans. Titans are 2.5-point home favorites per DraftKings this morning. Uh, it is at Titans and home Vikings. No favors there the first two weeks. And then it's at Jaguars. So that's a little bit of a respite, but then it's at Rams, home Niners, at Browns. Whew, tough stretch for the Cardinals to start the season. Yeah, I mean, it, it certainly lightens up a little bit, but boy, this, I would think that this one, if you kind of just, you know, right off the top here, just looks pretty tough because you're like loss, loss, maybe win, loss, loss, loss. I mean, you're starting one and six, you know, like you get you get the Texans. So you get that, you know, week seven bye right there against the Texans. But past that, I mean, it's just it's, there's not a lot of breaks here for this team. And then even when you get to the back end, 
I mean, throw in the Rams, throw in the Colts. What are the Cowboys and Seahawks going to look like when we get to that point in the season? I mean, there doesn't look like there's any kind of stretch there where it's like, okay, maybe they rebound right here, right? Like, they can right the ship over these three games. There, there, there isn't that on the schedule. John Collins just hit a three from the corner. Nice dish from Trey. And Atlanta is up on Washington for the first time I can remember tonight, 117 to 116. Collins left wide open in the corner. Percentage three-point jumper. With 24 seconds left, Atlanta 117, the Wiz 116. Again, a Wizards win, and they guarantee themselves a spot in the play-in. Let's go to the AFC, the AFC East, and the New England Patriots. Bill Belichick's Patriots, division odds to win the AFC East, plus 350. We haven't seen a number like that in some time. The number, uh, the over-under is nine. They open up with the Dolphins. Remember, they're two-point favorites right now. Then it's at the Jets, home Saints. So if you're the Patriots, you're thinking to yourself, 3-0 and could be very doable if we can beat mm-hmm. the Dolphins. Uh, then it's the Bucks at home on Sunday night um, at the Texans after that. Their bye is exceedingly late as well, week 14. And uh, not a fun way to, to end the season at the Colts, home Bills, home Jaguars, though, and then at the Dolphins. And we did we did get that little nugget earlier that somewhere along the way, we you know we don't have it, instant access to that right now, but somewhere along the way, they're going to play three different teams coming off of their buys. That's so right. there's going to be three different rested teams that they're playing along the way with this as well. I mean, I... It, it seems real. It seems real tough for me. I think that the the nine, if anything, I'm playing the under, but um, I think it's probably pretty appropriately priced. They're going to win a couple that they probably shouldn't, and then they're going to lose a couple that they probably shouldn't as well. Uh, it, that's just the nature, I think, of of having Cam Newton as your quarterback. How soon do they go to Mac Jones? Where where was the bye week there for late week fourteen? Oh, so there's no <laughs> there's no natural there yeah. for. Niners have the most natural of them all, but then mm-hmm. they got the youngest, most unpolished of the rookies in Trey Lance. Buffalo Bills, Super Bowler bust. That is the story in Buffalo uh, this season. By the way, here are the Wizards to close the game. Uh, final 17 seconds. Floater, no good. Tip, no good. Atlanta with the rebound up one, and the Wizards are going to have to foul. The Wizards looking for a foul. They didn't get one. 13.2 left. Atlanta up 117-116. Back to the Bills. Um, bye is where? Week seven. Steelers at home to start the season. They're six-point favorites, I believe, in that one. Then it's at Dolphins, home Washington, home Texans. I mean, until you get to the Chiefs at the Chiefs Sunday night, yeah. you're thinking to yourself, we're winning everything. Let me tell you, too, what a treat we get on Sunday night in week five. Also, I think if you're the Bills, you're probably loving getting that out of the way early in the season, too. I think you're right. Like, I think you'd rather just go ahead and get that out of the way. If you win, great. That helps, you know, whatever. If you believe in momentum, that helps, project, you know, propel you through the rest of the season. If not... It's going to be so far in the rearview mirror by the time the rest of the season rolls around. I think that's perfect timing for that game as well. Bills uh, have the misfortune, perhaps, of playing both Super Bowl teams from last year on the road at the Chiefs Week 5 Sunday night and at the Bucks in Week 14. But if you're the Bills, you're thinking to yourself, 11 season win total? We're getting that. Mm-hmm. We can go 12-6, and six, easy. We'll continue with the NFL schedule breakdown coming up on VEASAN's Prime Time Action on MSG+. Gil 
Alexander, Matt Brown, Kelly Bidlin back on primetime action tonight from VEASAN. Uh, once again, uh, the Hawks and the Wizards. Hawks end up beating the Wizards 120 to 116. So the Hawks clinch a playoff berth, meaning a one through six. The Wizards do not clinch a play-in. Chicago Bulls remain alive for the moment. Back to the schedules, Matt. Miami Dolphins. Their total is nine. Remember, it's a 17-game season. Their division odds are plus 325 behind Tua Tagovailoa. Uh, Tua Tagovailoa, p- pardon me. Week 14, a late buy for the Dolphins. The quirk that I see is that they have a London game at the Jaguars, technically, week six, and then do not have a buy. The buy isn't until week 14. So it's London followed by a home game against the Falcons week six and week seven. Interesting. I guess maybe they're looking at it as they're staying on the East Coast or something like that. You know, that it's, but yeah, I mean, that's, that's, that's really the, interesting. The short a part sh- of the ocean is what you're yeah. saying? Yeah. Well, I mean, in, a, in a short travel game the, the week before at the Bucks, I guess. Yeah. But no, but you're right. That's still odd. Yep. And I, I, the other thing, I guess, to point out, that look, like a lot of these games, a lot of their division games are spread out as opposed to what we've seen with mm-hmm. a lot of these other a lot of these other teams. Bills in week two and then not again until week eight. And then they have the Jets way, way off in week uh, 11, then we're not again until week 15. So, yeah, they're a little, little bit of spread out. We saw so many just jumbled right, right, right after each other. I like them week one getting two against the Patriots mm-hmm. at New England. New York Jets, everybody. Jets. J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets. 2-14 and 14 last year with Sam Darnold. It's the Zach Wilson era. Your win total, Jets, is at 6.5. Division odds, 20-1. to 1. They open uh, at the Panthers. I see what they did there. What? Sam Darnold and the Panthers. Yeah, the Jets that was, in week was the one. very yeah. first thing yeah. I noticed this morning. Yeah. Panthers, 4.5-point uh, favorites in the Sam Darnold Bowl, if you will. Um, they're by, the Jets by is week six. They too have a UK game, but they have the traditional buy right after that at the Falcons, as we mentioned, week five. That's not an easy way to uh, to end there. I mean, if you're if you're you know, I, we don't assume that they're going to be making any noise this year. But if you're playing for pride, getting Bucks Bills seventeen and eighteen, not uh, not great. No, yeah, not not great for that or anything like that. Uh, you know, but it, who knows? Maybe maybe by then both of those teams have got things wrapped up and they're they're not playing as tough. But yeah, it's just uh, it, it seems like a lot of unders for me on that team. AFC North, Baltimore Ravens, twelve and six. Um, last year, if you're including playoff games, of course, that is. Uh, 10.5 is their season win total this year. They're plus 120 to win the AFC North. Look at the primetime fest to begin the season. At the Raiders Monday night to start things off, they're again, what is it, five-point favorites now. They were six, then five-and-a-half. Now five-point favorites at the Raiders at Allegiant here. Following week, they're home Sunday night football. Week five, they're on Monday night football versus the Colts. Week 10 at the Dolphins on Thursday night football. Week 12 versus the Browns on Sunday night football. They are prime time in 2021 their buys week eight they better get like you were talking about banking some wins they should probably do that a little earlier in the season as well i mean when you start in week 12 we're talking Browns, steelers browns who knows what's going on with the packers by then Bengals, maybe not but then the Rams, steelers so they better get some wins in their pocket for sure all right also in the afc north of course uh we go to the cleveland browns cleveland browns you were very bullish on the browns to start the season when they were nine and a half then their season win total moved to 10 now it's at 10 and a half the under is juiced but still it is trending upwards they open at the chiefs probably the marquee game on the week one slate chiefs five and a half point favorites and then oh it gets nice home texans home bears at vikings uh so if you're the browns 
Um, you don't expect to go into Kansas City to win necessarily if you're giving them truth serum. But, boy, if they win that one. Over. All the overs. Yes. Overs, division, Super Bowl, the whole nine-yard skill. Over <laughs> on the bill, on the, on the Browns. And then at the Packers on Christmas. Thanks for the Christmas tree, Isaiah, downstairs. Sorry I missed the turkey earlier. <laughs> uh, and then they close at the Steelers and the Bengals division games. All right. Uh, we go to the Pittsburgh Steelers. Again, Big Ben Roethlisberger, still your quarterback last I checked. Najee Harris era begins. Week seven bye. Um, Holy mackerel. Look at that. Ravens, Vikings, Titans, Chiefs, Browns, Ravens to end the season. Oh, that last column right there. Holy mackerel. So their last six games, what Matt is pointing at, week 13 through 18. Home Ravens at Vikings Thursday night. Short turnaround on the road on a Thursday night, right? Then they get the extra rest home Titans, but then it's at Chiefs. Oh, Browns at Ravens. Brutality. Wow. Their season win total is eight and a half. They better bank wins early if they're going to get over that. Yeah, that's going to be a rough year for the Steelers. And concluding the AFC North, the Cincinnati, say it, Matt? Bengals. That's the incorrect pronunciation, but okay, we'll accept it. Uh, Six and a half is their season win total. Uh, Joe Burrow coming back from injury, 25 to one to win the AFC North. They start out home against the Vikings. Vikings actually took money on this. It was two and a half in the morning. Now it's three and a half in favor of the road Vikings to start the season. And then it's at the Bears and at the Steelers before getting the home game against the Jaguars. Their buy is until week number 10. That could be a dicey start, man. It's going to be a... Yeah, it's going to be a rough start. Yeah. Through the last three games, too. Ravens, Chiefs, Browns. Week four, you do get the Ooh, the, the number one pick three. bowl there in week four. Yeah. So everyone will be watching that on Thursday Night Football. Um, but there's no break There's there's no break for this team yeah. along the way. It's just kind of like every time you think that maybe it's going to let up, it's just you just get kicked in the teeth again. Just save Joe Burrow, please. I know. Keep him from injury. Let's go to the end. Let's go to the AFC South. Pardon me. The Colts, who are uh, two and a half point favorites, opening day against the Seahawks at home. Their season win total is ten. Remember, seventeen game schedule, so ten and seven would be a push. Uh, their buy is late, week fourteen. The soft landing after that, though. Home Patriots at Cardinals. Home Raiders at Jaguars. I think nice. it's going to be a stretch of them whether this win total hits or not because, I mean. Um, I, and at Texans before that. Yeah, before. I mean, I think that's the stretch where we're really going to be, like, digging into whether this win total hits or not. Of course, they do get the two games at the Texans, so it's basically one of those things where you're a lot of people, I think, probably looking at this thing at 10s high, but, you know, it's two in the bank basically to start already, and then you kind of go from there. There's a Jets on the schedule as well. So um, I think it'll be really, really close. Initial lean still to the under. I'm not a Carson Wentz guy, but maybe he'll prove me wrong. I'm still reeling from that Steelers conclusion to yeah. their season. Good God. Uh, still in the AFC South. The Tennessee Titans season win total is nine. Division odds plus 130. By week 13, uh, they're, they're two and a half point favorites to start the season hosting the Cardinals. What do you see here, Mateo? I see a team that is probably right where they right where they need to be. It doesn't look like it does them a lot of favors here. I mean, when you kind of look towards the end, I guess they, they close a little bit soft. If we think that maybe, maybe the 49ers have turned to Trey Lance by then, maybe the Steelers have, I mean, maybe they've moved on from big, you know, who knows, but who you'd knows? have the Jaguars as well. And then of course the Texans. So, I mean, a pretty soft ending there for the, for the Titans, but boy, that, that, that middle is pretty brutal. Speaking of the Jaguars or some like to pronounce it for whatever reason, Jaguars, uh, they're at the Texans, and they're favorites on the road week one with Urban Meyer and Trevor Lawrence. I'd take them. Then home Broncos, home Cardinals. Could the Jaguars actually have a winning record through the first three games? Then at Bengals. 
I, I mean, I'm you know what? You. That's that's not the worst first six games before the bye. By the way, that home game for them with the Dolphins. While the Dolphins play the next week, they get a bye. Jaguars, the home team of London, England. Season win total like six, six and a half. That's all we'll say. We I like them like, week one. We like them week one. I'll tell you that. I uh, like them week one. We got five more teams to get to, but you know who else we got to get to? The Godfather. Brent Musburger will chime in, perhaps from a Raiders perspective, next on Visa's Primetime Action. Download the DraftKings Casino app now and use promo code VSIN to get a deposit bonus up to $1,500. DraftKings Casino has hundreds of ways to play. Choose from slots, blackjack, roulette, and so much more. DraftKings, uh, DraftKings rather, Casino is U.S.-based, making it safe, secure, and reliable. You can deposit and withdraw your money at your convenience. And if you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Available to play in New Jersey, Michigan, Pennsylvania and West Virginia only must be 21. Eligibility restrictions apply for entertainment purposes only. No results guaranteed. Void where prohibited. See casino.draftkings.com for full details. Skill Alexander, Matt Brown, Kelly Bidlin, uh, Danielle Alvari under the weather. We wish her the best. Hope she's back with us tomorrow night. We continue, Mateo. We have one more team in the AFC South, and I'd like to say we saved the best for last, uh, but we didn't do that. We saved the Houston Texans for last. In the AFC South, we don't know if this will be Deshaun Watson. We don't know if it's going to be Davis Mills. We don't know if it's going to be Terod Taylor. But the Houston Texans season win total is four and a half. You will see some fours. You might even see some stray three and a halves. But we have four and a half here at DraftKings. Where are the four and a half wins, Matt, with the bye right in the middle there in week 10? I have the under already in the account. I have the under at a better price at minus 143, which is great. We were preaching that. We were screaming that from a mountaintop here on the show. Hopefully you got it in your account as well. Like we said, I mean, it, it, it seems as if all the NFL insiders say that Deshaun Watson's played his last game for the Texans. So for me, I, I think it's an under. I don't know where the wins come from. I think they could possibly be winless. I think they could go. I think they could go winless this year. They have a home game against the Jets and a road game against the Jaguars. Maybe that's maybe where the uh, the win uh, the wins are. By the way, of course, they played the Jags twice, opening with them as home dogs. Good luck, Houston Texans. Uh, we go to the AFC West and an expert, of course, in that division because he is the voice of the Las Vegas Raiders, starting their second season here in Las Vegas, but the first one in front of fans at Allegiant Stadium. Ladies and gentlemen, it's Brent Musburger. Good evening to you, sir. Good evening, guys. The schedule is out. You know, it's it, isn't it amazing? Isn't it amazing how the NFL uh, keeps keeps themselves relevant during the offseason? <laughs> you and I have talked about this before. Yes. And, uh, here we are. There was there were so many leaks. I thought I was dealing with uh, one of the administrations today. Uh, <laughs> <every> time. <laughs> uh, so it's going to be fun. Going to be fun. Let's start with the Raiders, Brent. That seems like the obvious place to start. We've actually gone sure. through all the divisions but the AFC West, and we sort of waited for you here. The Raiders, as I mentioned, uh, fans this year at Allegiant, their season win total is seven, of course, in a 17-game season. They start at home on Monday night. First year in a while, we've only got one Monday night game, a standalone Monday night game to start the season. 
They started out as six-point dogs this morning and moved to five and a half. It moved to five. So some Raiders money to start with. How do you feel about that game? And then how do you feel about their schedule in general? Yeah, the Ravens, of course, are uh, are an attractive an attractive team. And uh, the Raiders being here in Las Vegas, remembering that the Raiders broke through on their Monday night a year ago, and they picked off Drew Brees and the and the New Orleans Saints got off to a to a really good start. Gil, a couple a couple of things struck me when I looked at the uh, schedule. First of all, I look for back to back road appearances, and during the three years that I have been dealing with the Raiders, they haven't had the best of the travel situation. But this year seems pretty manageable. It's like one in, one out. Until they get late in the season, they get back-to-back road games in Indianapolis on one Sunday and then the next Sunday up in Cleveland. I also look for one other thing. The closing game, which this year is January 9th, I believe, because they extended it to a 17-game schedule. Uh, in the past, they've put us either in Denver uh, or in Kansas City. Not attractive, especially for a dome team to end the year in either of those cities, and, and that does not happen that does not happen this year. They were able to uh, finish at home at, at, at Allegiant. You know, who are you going to play? You have no control over. I mean, that's predetermined uh, by the division you're in and uh, and the division you're going to play within the conference. And, of course, then the division over in the NFC, as far as the Raiders are concerned, and they added the extra game. We deal with the NFC North, so the Chicago Bears are coming in uh, rather early. And won't that be fun with all the fans that are here? Um I would urge those who bet win totals uh, to be careful on the schedule. And I'll give you the Raiders as an example. I was much more concerned about the start of our season a year ago. uh, And the the Raiders managed that very, very well. And then what I thought was going to be providing more wins and might even get them into the playoffs was the end of the season. And it went horribly wrong for the uh, Raiders a year ago. The other thing to always note, what the league thinks about a team is, do they put them in prime time? And there's a couple of Sunday night games. Obviously, we open on Monday, which you spoke about. But there's a couple of Sunday Sunday games. And their last game, that game with the Cleveland Browns, could either be on a Saturday or a Sunday. When I looked at the schedule and where they were putting uh, the Raiders, I thought, you know, the league, the league thinks this is going to be a pretty competitive team. And so, uh, you know, my bias, obviously, in there. I think, in fact, I told somebody down at Circa, Lee and I are in town uh, doing a real estate finishing up for the fall, but somebody came and wanted to give a bet, and I said, get the Raiders at seven, but not seven and a half. I said, you got yourself, you know, and I would say this to all our listeners right now, the reason why you don't give the half is your money back. Um, And a year ago, we were able to get the over, uh, when they got that eighth win, okay, to close out the season and one for the two-point conversion in Denver. Um, obviously, we look at the schedule and we try to figure out win totals, but the schedule can be so misleading because we don't know, first of all, we don't know injury situations on either side. Opponents are, but look at look at how they they spaced out the road games for your favorite team, whoever you want to bet on. It's the road trips that get to these teams, whether you're a West Coast team having to go east too many times. I think we have four, four 10 o'clocks. Although the, the Thursday game at Dallas 
Oh, that's a big change. That'll be a late afternoon. So that takes them out of that central time zone with that earlier start. A West Coast team always checked uh, how many 10 o'clock starts they've got in the, in the East Coast. I think that's the most important thing when you're looking specifically at the Western Conference teams, whether it's the NFC or, or uh, uh, the AFC, it doesn't matter. Uh, but on, honestly, Gil, I thought it was manageable. Um, I, I think the Raiders, now the Raiders should have been in the playoffs, should have won 10 games uh, a year ago. Now, whether they can match that, I don't know. I think a lot is dependent upon the NFC East, which we have to play this year. And, you know, if there's still the NFC least, that helps the Raiders a lot. But if all of these four teams are going to be vastly improved, um, then you don't know uh, what direction it will take. But my my initial study of the Raiders' schedule, and, and you have to understand my bias, of course, is the travel situation, whether or not we're back on the road. We weren't last year. But I think it's a manageable schedule. I think it's an attractive schedule uh, and um, – I, I can't wait for that um, opening Monday night of Lamar Jackson coming to town uh, with the Ravens. We'll see if they're able to rebuild their pass rush. They lost a couple of guys to free agency. It is very important also for the betting public in the regular season, if they want to bet overs on a favorite team, make sure they get a preseason. Make sure COVID doesn't interrupt it. Like in the Raiders' case, they need those three games uh, because they're breaking in a new center, Okay. And that's you have to give him some game experience, a few series with Derek Carr, Marcus Mariota figures to play a lot in the preseason, obviously. But there's now if you if you're a team and and maybe you just need a wide receiver to help you out, then the preseason is not not that important. But look at the weaknesses on your team and see if you really and with an offensive line you really need a preseason just to get them in sync with the basic thing of of the play calling that's out on the field and the rhythm of the voice of your quarterback. So there's all those little things in the buildup, but all the, all the totals will be coming out. And uh, I would say shop for the seven if you like the Raiders. That, that would be my advice on that specific team, guys. Brent, we can't thank you enough. We got to run. Uh, good luck with all you're doing here in Las Vegas. We hope to see you Thanks, soon. Guys. You got it. Thanks, guys. Great talking to you. The great. Some tickets. Cash some tickets, or at least he got that one. The great Brent Musburger, everybody. What an honor to have him on the show, spend some time with us talking about uh, the Raiders' schedule. Uh, Before we go, guys, we only got 90 seconds here. We're contractually obligated to get through the final three teams. Kansas City Chiefs uh, trying to get to their third consecutive Super Bowl and their second title in as many years, or in as many as three years, I should say. Uh, They open with the Browns at home. They're five-and-a-half-point favorites and a whole bevy of primetime games, as you can see, on that schedule. Their buys at week 12. They're the Chiefs. They're going to have a good season, but no favors at the top there, Matt. No, and then it, it definitely lightens up yeah. like from, from there. It is, I mean, it, they could struggle here at the at the beginning. I'll tell you this, if they don't struggle at the beginning, they're going to fly over the 12 and a half. Um, but that's really where this is going to be uh, done right there at the beginning. Browns, Ravens, Chargers, Bills are for the, for the first five games for them. Am I correct in saying we have not seen three consecutive road games by any team yet or three straight home games? I, I haven't no. caught it yet. I haven't caught it yet either. Let's go to the uh, the final two. 
Los Angeles Chargers, they open at Washington. They're one-and-a-half-point favorites. Is that what I'm seeing right now? Yes. At Washington? First of all, how dare the market suggest mm-hmm. that? Uh, a couple of NFC East games, though, to begin with at Washington and then home against the Cowboys. Then in division at Chiefs and home Raiders before they take on the Browns and then at the Ravens. Boy, before the bye, that's a tough It is, tough but if you're chasing a playoff spot, how about, how about closing out, though, starting at Week 12? Broncos, Bengals, Giants. Now, Chiefs, not good. Texans, Broncos, Raiders, if you're chasing a playoff spot, uh, you got to like the way that that thing ends up for them. Yeah, that could be a rough start, though, before mm-hmm. the bye week in week seven. And then finally, ladies and gentlemen, least but not last, or last but not least, the Denver Broncos, uh, their season win total is eight and a half. They're five to one to win the AFC West. Uh, they start out with the Giants at the Giants, and they are road favorites. Sorry, Giants fans. But at Giants, at, Jar- at Jaguars, home Jets to start the year. If you're a Broncos fan, you're thinking to yourself, could we be 3-0? and Maybe so. Maybe so. Unbettable. They might have Aaron Rodgers. I don't know. Unbettable. <laughs> That's right. Unbettable. That's right. We've done all we can do. The NFL, not quite back, but boy, that was fun. Can't wait. Good luck with all your bets the rest of the night. The Nightcap with Tim Murray is next. Enjoy. Thank you.